Welcome into Straight Up Sports. This is Devin Albertson with your week one preview for Missouri eight-man football. Should be a great week, everybody. Hope everybody has a safe week on and off the field. Hope everybody comes home um, injury-free and all that good stuff. But I'm recording this on game day eve. It's so exciting to see what's going to happen here for Missouri eight-man football. Um, we do not have the class and district assignments yet. We will have them on Friday, so I'll probably be t- posting those stuff. Uh, probably won't have much reaction until after week one's games um, to get you guys reactions for those going forward. Uh, but we're just going to talk about the games real quick and just kind of go through everything and give you my picks for all the games and kind of some breakdowns of what I'm kind of looking for in all 21 football games. And we'll just start with the ranked teams and kind of go from there, then go to alphabetical order um, by the home team. Start with the ranked teams. Number one team in the state, Stanbury at Appleton City. I think Stanbury probably takes care of business here. Shouldn't be too much um, to write home about on this matchup. Stanbury should roll. Uh, number six, North Andrew at number two, King City. This is a very interesting game. It's the game I'm going to. Check us out on Facebook Live on Missouri 8-Man Football. If the Facebook Live has a iffy feed, I will be posting the um, post-game. In post-game, I will be posting the whole broadcast to our YouTube page, Missouri 8-Man Football. Find us on there if you want to see uh, that. I'll probably post some highlights from that game as well. Uh, probably either late Friday night, early Saturday morning. I'll post some highlights from that as well to see what happened there between North Andrew and King City. But in this game, for me, for North Andrew, I know Hayden Eckers a stud. Andrew Goff's a really good fullback. Jacob Chittum, a really good lineman. They got starting five juniors, two seniors. But the question is, the freshman quarterback with Braxton um, Braxton Linville, how is he going to do um, as a freshman in his first start versus a ranked team, no less? Um, <clears throat> I've heard good things out of him coming out of camp. And the Linville kids, we've seen a lot of them come through eight-man here recently there at North Andrew. They're tough. They're tough little suckers. Um, so I'm not worried about that at all. But I just want to see how he responds uh, with playing King City in week one on the road. Going forward with that, and then flipping the other side for King City, that O-line is huge. Average is about 5'11", 245 across the board. They're big boys there with Moss and McAllen, especially two really good linemen. Um, And then, of course, Parker Muff in the backfield. He's a stud. They got to get him going a little bit. He struggled a bit in the Jamboree to get going. It was three good defenses he played there. So we'll see if he can recreate his junior season here in 2021. And then Landon Wells, he has to make some good passes. He's got to be able to hit Ty Mooney and guys like that in the secondary to kind of loosen up that defense to give Muff and um, other guys room to run there for King City. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, also, Corbin Taylor, he gets some carries as well. So we'll see what happens there with King City. I think King City wins this game, but I think it's going to be a really close contest. Um, North Andrew is 3-1 and one against King City since King City's returned to eight-man. Um as North Andrew won the inaugural game in 2016, 48 to nothing. They did not play in 2017 due to um, some off-the-field issues uh, with the death there. In 2018, uh, North Andrew lost to King City 40-8. to 2019, North Andrew won 42-28, and North Andrew won last year 50-26. So the last two years have been really good games. I think King City gets the best of them this year, but it should be one heck of a football game um, going forward. <clears throat> uh, Concordia at Drexel. Drexel should win this one. Uh, Drexel just too much for Concordia. 
Uh, North Shelby at Maysville. It's an 11-man game. I want to pick North Shelby. I do hesitate a little bit with an eight-man team and to play 11-man and putting three extra guys in the field, how they're going to adjust to that. But I think North, North Shelby is just a little bit better so far. I'm going to take North Shelby in this one. St. Paul Lutheran at Oric. This is a very interesting game. I'm going to take Oric, but by the slimmest of margins. I think St. Paul Lutheran is going to play with a fire this game. That's going to make this really tough on Oric. Lutheran, they have the size. They got some decent speed. They're going to bruise and just pound the rock there against Oric. I'm really excited to see how it plays out. I think Oric with Buchanan and Miller have a great chance to win this game and Greer up front. So I'm taking Oric, but I would not be surprised if we end the night and St. Paul Lutheran again beats Oric week one and starts their season on a high note. Um, St. Paul Lutheran, they're a good team. I know they got no love in the top 10. I almost put them in my top 10. They were just in the borderline of missing it. They're going to be a good team this year, and I can't wait to see what they do going forward against teams like Oric, Northwest Hughesville, and like that going forward. They don't play North Shelby this year, so they got to beat Oric and Northwest Hughesville to have a chance for that conference title, and it all starts here for Lutheran. Um, so I can't wait to see how that kind of goes with that. Um Another top 10 matchup, number 7, East Atchison, at number 10, Southwest Livingston. I know this is a top 10 matchup, but give me EA in this one. They're just going to be too talented. I think Southwest um, has a little bit of the, of the shine from last year still on their team. They struggled a bit in the Jamboree at the second level of their defense. And that's not what you want to see against East Atchison, so I'm curious how that works. But I think EA just too much. The road team has won every one of these games since Southwest joined the 275. I think that continues this year with EA beating Southwest at Southwest. At number eight, Worth County at number at South Holt, who received some votes in the top ten. Give me Worth County. Um, I like South Holt. I just don't think they're at that level yet to compete and beat Worth County and East Edge. I don't think they beat everyone else on their, on their schedule. I just think Worth County is another step above them right now. Gladstone, Reinhardt, and company just too much. Austin Pride, um, Braxton Heights shoe. Uh, Levi Casaval, just a step above what Brody Scroggins and company can bring there for South Holt. So give me your worth counting this one. Anthony Crane will be at this game. So follow him on Twitter for updates at Crane underscore Anthony. And then we have Archie at Liberal, Archie number nine in the state. Uh, I think Liberal's going to be okay this year with Peyton Morrow and company. Uh, new head coach, Garrett Zuha. I just think that Archie's really good this year. I think they're better than people are kind of expecting. Uh, Christian Ward, stud up front. Uh, Briar McIntyre at quarterback is going to play pretty well this, I think, this year. Um, Coach Smith has him going in the right direction. And I just like what they have going there at Archie. They got big tight ends. They're going to be able to pound the rock a little bit, air it out when they need to. So I like Archie in this one to win. So I got most of the ranked teams winning. If it's a matchup with them, I got the higher ranked team winning as well. So should be very interesting. We'll take a quick break and come back with the rest of the games next on Straight Up Sports. All right, let's run to the rest of these games real quick to see what's going on. Uh, Pattonsburg at Bishop LeBlanc should be an interesting game. I think LeBlanc's going to win this game. But I think it's going to be very close. I think Pattonsburg uh, may be a little better than I expected going into the season. And LeBlanc um, still working out some kinks in their offense. I just think uh, LeBlanc's a little bit better team this year. So give me Bishop LeBlanc in this one. Um, Northwest Hughesville at Bramer. I like the way I like the direction Bramer's heading. But Northwest Hughesville, I think, is a top 10 team in the state. I have a number eight in my rankings. Give me Hughesville to beat um, Bramer in this one fairly convincingly. 
Uh, Rockport at DeKalb. Give me Rockport. Uh, DeKalb's going to struggle again this year. Rockport's going to be okay, so give me Rockport to win this one. Um, Rich Hill at Greenfield. This is an interesting matchup. I went back and forth in this one. I think Greenfield has some decent speed, but um, Rich Hill has the better quarterback there with McFrederick. Um, you know, the Bridgewater kid there in the backfield. They got some good athletes. I don't think either team is huge up front, which helps Rich Hill out a little bit. That's their one kind of big weakness. Uh, so give me Rich Hill on this one to get the win over Greenfield. Uh, Decatur, Arkansas versus Jasper. I know nothing about Decatur. And then Jasper, I think it'll be pretty good this year. I consider them for my top 10. Uh, give me Jasper and a win here at home to start the season. Uh, Skylar County at Knox County. Um, as much as I like um, Hayden Dixon and company there for Skylar, I just think Knox can be a little better this year. I like the Marble Kid there in the linebacker side for Knox County. So give me the Eagles on this one to get the win over Skyler. Uh, Pierce City at Lockwood. This should be Pierce City's 11-man team. They're playing an eight-man game. Um, and I think Lockwood, I think the win here against Pierce. Um, Lockwood just a little better team going forward from basically everything I've heard down there. Uh, Platte Valley at Mountain City. So I think this is a very interesting game. So I'm not sure what to do with either one of these teams. They're kind of in that middle of the 275, uh, somewhere between EA and DeKalb Stewartsville, where I don't know what everyone's going to finish in the conference between two and seven, I believe it is. It's a real kind of mystery with this. I'm going to take Mound City, um, but I would not be surprised if Platte Valley came up and upset them week one. Platte Valley was heading the right direction last year. Mound City was kind of tailing backwards, but they got William Rother at quarterback, the two cut tubs kids in the backfield. Um, so we'll see exactly what they kind of do here. Will Young will play in still for them. Um, so Mount City still has some athletes. They're still going to be pretty solid. Um, Rylan Hall up front. So I think Mount City is going to win this game, but I would not be surprised if Platte Valley either stuck around or even got the upset win here against Mount City and kind of start the year off with an um, interesting start to the 275 conference season. <clears throat> Stewartsville Osborne at Nolly Valley. I've heard Stewartsville struggle with numbers a little bit. They didn't play the Jamboree last week because – they were worried if they had any injuries. They would be struggling to play in week one, so they pulled out of the Jamboree. Uh, Nolly Valley, they got like 34 kids out for football right now. Um, so I like them a lot. I think they're going to win this game. Um, I like the athletes they have there. Uh, Hunter Dawson, Dawson Fast, uh, Blake Bohannon at quarterback, uh, Gavin Leeper, um, James Hurd, James Graham up front. They got some big boys up there. Um, the Cordell kid's a good athlete for them. Um, so I'm really excited to see what Nolly Valley looks like in their program's debut there with the co-op. Um, I like what Coach Calfee's doing there to kind of get them going in the right direction. They, they showed out pretty well, the Jamboree there at EA. So I'm excited to see what Nolly Valley does in this game. Uh, Casey East Christian and Kansas playing at Norbert Harden Central. Casey East usually not very good, so give me the Aggies in this one. Aggies um, looking better as their offseason progressed. They looked much better last week at the Jamboree. I think they get a win here. Um start their season, then we'll see what they do next week versus Knox County. Um, Albany at Osceola, Albany versus Osceola at Clinton High School. Uh, games being played a little bit halfway to help out with travel. Uh, but give me Albany. Albany's really good. Osceola's going to struggle. Shouldn't be much of a game there. Give me the Warriors of Albany over the Indians of Osceola. Two good helmets, though. Two very good helmets. Uh, Northland Christian at St. Joseph Christian. This is a uh, first matchup ever for Northland Christian. Their first game is a program by itself. I know they caught with St. Joe Christian the last two years, 11-man. The program split. Now they're playing each other week one. It should be a lot of fun for the kids. I think it's going to be a lot of energy and a um, 
hype around this game just within the two programs just because they've been working together the last two years. Now they're playing against each other. Um, I think Northland Christian is the better team. Um, so I think Northland Christian is going to win this game. But it should be very interesting to see how the Trailblazers come out in their first game as a program and how they kind of respond. A lot of mental mistakes at the Jamboree from what I heard. Um, so if they can get those kind of cleaned up a little bit. They have the athletes out there to do stuff. They just got to read things correctly. And I like what Coach Bass is doing with them going forward. Uh, Dante Birch is a really good player for them. And I would not be surprised if he goes off and has a really good game versus Angel Christian. And then Keatsville at Santa Fe. Keatsville is still going to struggle a little bit, I think, uh, based on what I've heard. I think Santa Fe is improving a little bit. So give me Santa Fe to beat Keatsville in that one. And let me just take a look at the Twitter polls to kind of see exactly um, where is everybody's at in voting for those. Again, those close um, Friday at noon for those polls. So if you still haven't voted, go ahead and go to the Moate Man um, Twitter account. And it's going to be down there um, in the thread. Still, but I might retweet the thread uh, that bring it back to the top here today. Um, got Stanbury, 96% over Appleton City. Um, Pattonsburg, LeBlanc right now, 51% for Pattonsburg, 124 votes in. This is a really close matchup there. Uh, Northwest Hughesville getting 67% of the votes, 114. Rockport, 85% over DeKalb, 119 votes. Drexel, 95% of the votes over Concordia with 125 uh, total votes. 114 votes between Rich Hill and Greenfield. Rich Hill getting 67%. Uh, Decatur at Jasper, 113 votes. Jasper getting 81%. Uh, North Andrew, King City. King City, uh, the 127 votes are getting 61%. Uh, Skyler at Knox. 109 votes, uh, 59% for Knox County. Liberal hosting Archie, 116 votes. Archie with 95%. Lockwood Pierce City, 108 votes. Lockwood, 71%. North Shelby at Maysville, 126 votes. North Shelby, 77%. Uh, Mount City, Platte Valley, 131 votes. Platte Valley only receiving 25%, so 75% to Mount City. Casey East Christian at Norman Harden Central. The Aggies, 112 votes total, have 80% of them. Uh, Nolly Valley getting 80% of 122 votes over Stewartsville Osborne. 121 votes. Oric, 81% over 19% for St. Paul Lutheran. I think that's a little skewed if people are seeing that number next to Oric and not giving Lutheran uh, kind of the respect they deserve. They're going to be a really good team this year. That game is going to be much closer than what the poll kind of indicates. Uh, 117 votes between Albany and Osceola, 91% for Albany. 113 votes between Santa Fe and Keatsville. Santa Fe getting 74% of them. Worth County getting 83 of the 126 votes over South Holt. Um, EA, Southwest Livingston, 145 votes in that one. Our opinions are most voted on poll so far, 77% for EA. And Northland Christian, St. Joe Christian, 143 votes for our second highest uh, voting poll. Northland Christian with 51% of the votes. Um, so a lot of good votes there, um, up to 145 votes on a couple of these polls. Um, most of them over 100, I think. Only one was below 100 there um, so far, just about a day into the voting cycle. So thanks, everybody, for voting on those. If you haven't voted, go ahead and vote on those. Um, so it should be really interesting to see how the season goes. Um, if you want to be in the pick um, if you can get the picks to me by tonight kind of deal, I will put them in there. You can join our eight-man pick We have multiple people so far doing it, so it should be a lot of fun. Again, I will be at North Andrew at King City. Um should be a lot of fun to see what happens there between the Cardinals and the Wildcats. Uh, 7.30 start uh, due to the heat. They're pushing that one back. They also push back uh, Knox and Schuyler County to 7.30. 
And, of course, they moved Albany Osceola to Clinton, Missouri. So that's the changes we have as of right now. Um, but, again, we'll see how it kind of goes. I'm very excited to see what the season kind of comes for us. Again, follow us on the Missouri 8-Man Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, all four platforms. Check out our new website, MissouriEightmanFootball.com. Anthony did a bang-up job getting that thing up and running. Follow the MoEightmanCoaches.com website. And uh, Jeremy Benson did a great job getting that one up and running. Um, so two websites there for you. I'm going to have on those Google Sheets, you're going to see pinned to the top of the Facebook and Twitter account. I'm going to try to update the scoreboard on there as well while I'm doing my broadcast. So uh, if I see some scores, I'll update them as much as I can. Um, on there, and we'll see how it kind of goes tonight. Hope everyone enjoys the Facebook Live. I'm hoping we have a good signal over there. That way we can have a good feed for it. Um, but I'm really excited to see how this year plays out. should be a lot of fun, and I'll see you guys Friday night. Uh, I think Friday night after the games are over, I believe I'm going to be on KQ2 with Chris Roush talking about North Andrew King City and other games around the state. We'll see. That hadn't been decided yet, but I'm pretty sure I'll be on there. Um, pre-game. Um, Tommy Rizak, Tommy Rizak, um, with, um, 860 KFEQ St. Joe Post. Um, I was on their pregame show, so you'll see me, you'll hear from me before the games on that with some of my thoughts around Missouri eight man football as well. Um, I'll be on with Chris Roush and Anthony Crane for KQ two as well. Uh, tonight, I believe Thursday night. So, a lot of stuff to get out there for you guys. Um, also, the Cliff Notes podcast with Clifton Grooms. I'll be on that one as well, talking about week one. So, if you want eight-man football talk, I'm in multiple spots. Really easy to get to. You can always message me on uh, Facebook or Twitter. It's either my account or the eight-man account. And I'll get back to you with some thoughts or whatever it may be. So, I hope you guys enjoy this. It's a game day eve. We're almost there. We've made it to the season kind of deal. Everyone stay healthy. Um, on and off the field, we should have a great season. And I'm just ready for football to start. That way we actually have actual games to talk about instead of all these hypothetical stuff, which is fun, but the games are more fun. So we'll see what happens when actually you get hit in the mouth. How do you respond? So thank you guys for listening to Straight Up Sports, and you guys have a good rest of your week. Bye.